We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. We're, we're going to offer you a red Porsche or a blue Ford Escort, and we're going to see which one you choose. Mm-hmm. And everyone chooses the red Porsche. Mm-hmm. And then they write down in their, in their for, for future reference, that people like red over blue. <laughs> this is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Monday by Jordan Cooper to talk about the World Cup semifinal matches. Uh, we've got a classic slate on DraftKings, which is covering both games over the two days. But they're clearly prioritizing showdown, so much to the chagrin of both of us, we'll talk showdown on this podcast. Jordan, how are your few days off? was good, and the last slate I did extremely well, even playing a, a weird guy in cash. Very weird guy in cash, which uh, worked out nicely, both from a floor and a luck box assist perspective. Right. I mean, uh, that, that, that two-game slate with uh, England and Croatia and Sweden and Russia, uh, I, I had my, my original build had Forsberg and Augustinsson in it. Because I'm like, okay, I need, I need, I'm looking for floor players. You need forwards with floors, so it's like I'll play, I'll play uh, Forsberg, Perisic, Modric, you know, Fade Kane, uh, mm-hmm. and but then like if, if you could play that, and then it's like what, I'm having two Swedish. I have all this the players from the game that I think is going to have the least amount of peripherals in it. Mm-hmm. I look at Croatia against a, a, a Russian side that's going to play very defensively, and I look at peripherals there. Not on the Russian side, necessarily, but on the Croatian side. So I'm like, why? Do, I would rather have two more Croatians than have any Swedish players. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like, why am I paying almost 7K for an underdog winger mm-hmm. when I could pay... Who doesn't cross? Who de- Well, in, in the game flow that they have, that not, because they're not going to have enough of the ball. It's like, I want, I want the two English defenders... The fullbacks, Young and Trippier, that's easy. And given the choice, you know, I'm, I'm going to take Perisic and then some other forward, and it's not going to be Kane. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to want Modric, so I put him in. And then to fill out the rest, I go, uh, well, if I'm not playing Kane, uh, what's Kane's floor at 11-8? Mm-hmm. Like, without the goal, I mean, Kane's floor is the same as any other center forward's floor, right? Particularly for England. Like, it's higher with Tottenham because he shoots a lot more, but he right. really doesn't shoot much for England. Right. So, I mean, I look at Kane the same way I would look at Romelu Lukaku, right? I mean, I look at a guy that may get three shots in this game. Mm-hmm. Draw one fat. I mean, like, may have a four-point floor or something like that. A center forward's floor. Not as low as, like, Olivier Giroud. Not as low as, like... Harris Safarovic or anything like that, but sure. still, like a, 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 if he hits his shots, great. If he doesn't, uh, four points or something. Uh, and I'm paying eleven eight for that, and that's getting me out of playing any of the other f- kind, of, kind of floor guys. So, like, what's really the difference between his floor and Mario Mandzukic's floor? Mm-hmm. Nothing. And they've they're both they're both playing for favored sides. Do I want to play Emil Forsberg or Mandzukic? Mm-hmm. Or pay down and pay for Rebich, and then where does the money go? Yeah. And then I, but I'm paying up for Pickford. And uh, the only reason I was considering playing Kane, literally the only reason, was the block. Mm-hmm. Was I think he's going to be high, he's going to be high owned in low stakes. I think he's going to be well owned in high stakes. But I didn't think there was a need to block as long as he only, if even if he only scored one goal. I agree with you. Only because the the only legitimate kind of construction you could make with Kane includes Seb Larson, mm-hmm. and who has who looks like he should have a floor, but he doesn't. No, it's actually a negative floor. Right, he has a basement. And even when you put Kane and Larson together, it's very difficult, if not impossible, to play both of the English fullbacks and Pickford. Yep. So my attitude was is like. If Kane scores and and uh England win one nothing, well I'm getting ten points from Pickford. I'm getting Kane's goal yeah. out of Pickford that another the person with Kane can have. Right. Or less likely to have likely, probability yeah. wise. So I'm like, well that's great. So then I could just go and play Pickford, play the two fullbacks, and my o- my only decision uh at the end was do do I want to play Pickford and Augustinson? do I want to play Subasic and Augustinson? Or do I want to play uh, Pickford and Versalco? Yep. <clears throat> and Augustinson, I think, has one point higher floor in general. I mean, I said that on the podcast before. I think he has two extra crosses in him that Versalco may not have, mm-hmm. given, you know, it did uh, in the range of outcomes. But I was much more, if I'm fading Kane, I need Pickford. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not dead. I don't feel the need to block Augustinson. He was 40-plus percent owned, but I just don't feel the need to block. So what? He's going to be more owned than Versalco. I don't need to block him, what, in his six-point floor? And his lack of <clears throat> typically doesn't score. I mean, he did this World Cup, but I didn't feel the need to block. So I'm like, I'm going to take my pick for it as my Kane insurance. Of If Kane scores, most likely they win. So I'm going to get at least get points out of my goalkeeper that another Kane owner can't have. And then I, I, I'm sitting there going... Uh, I have the money. I could either take Mandzukic or Rebic and just mm-hmm. leave a thousand on the table. Yeah, uh, Rebic has a higher, I think, has a higher floor than Mandzukic, but Mandzukic has much more goal scoring equity. Yes. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to leave Mandzukic. And also, it's the second game, so I could always switch. I could see what happens after the first game and then make changes. So it did, didn't matter either way. I the, the only players I was playing in cash from the first game were Trippier, Young, and Pickford. So I had all these mm-hmm. slots open anyway. And then once once that came bombed, and I got all the points out of the goal, you know, sixteen out of Pickford and and Young and Trippier with double digits. I'm like, if anything, uh, I'm leaving Manzucic in just to block on the pivots. Yeah, like if people are behind, and they have Kane and they have Kane Rebic, like I'm already I'm already a goal ahead of you because of Pickford. Yeah, and. If you're gonna think you're gonna need to switch from Rebic to Manzuchis, I already got Manzuchis, so I'm blocking you there. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I have two things on that. The first is uh, this is this was the second slate in a row that I had money for every goalkeeper, and I chose the wrong one, and I made the same mistake both times. What was the mistake? Um, I played Subasic over Pickford, uh, and and you left you left two hundred on the table 
regardless. You're just like, I'd rather play that guy. Yes. Uh, I thought his save upside was higher, and I thought Croatia would win. I kind of also was a little higher on Sweden than obviously I should have been. But the and I did that with the day before with uh, Muslera over Courtois. Like Muslera was like, I think that game could be zero zero, and he could make a lot of saves. And like Courtois could win, but I'm not sure he will. Uh, so both days, I basically went with the guy I thought was more likely to win. Uh, and went with a guy I thought would play in a close game and have more saves, which it was literally the same mistake both days, and it burned me both days. So theoretically, I learned from this, although we'll see. But what's interesting about the what you said before, that Pickford was your uh, Kane insurance, usually when we talk about goalkeeper, like if you're fading Kane, you you go with the guy, the goalkeeper against Kane. But it's not actually like what you did almost makes more sense. Not almost. It does make more sense. Like you thought England would win and not because of Kane. And so you took the guy, like you said, there, it would be very difficult. I don't think it was impossible to get Kane and Pickford. Um, it required, no, it wasn't a punt impossible. somewhere else. Right. It just required another, another three K level punter. Right. Or, or you're not, or not playing Modric. It, right. Right. Uh, and so, it's just kind of an inch. I feel like that's not a concept we have really ever spoken about. Maybe mainly because it doesn't, I don't feel like it comes up kind of in this situation that much during regular Premier League play. Well, on the, two kind of ga- on the two game slate, no, it, it's still within the concept that on shorter slates, be more inclined to pay for the highest win clean sheet equity. When we, a lot of times when we talk about like you're going to fade the goal dependent forward, high price that may be popular like on a six-game slate, like if you're fading Ronaldo, taking the goalkeeper against him, like that's a leverage. That, I mean, that's a GPP leverage play. Like mm-hmm. in GPP, that makes absolute sense. Yep. In cash, the only reason that that makes sense is because uh, you're on a six-game slate, seven-game slate. The goalkeeper ownership is going to be spread out. Uh, the likelihood of you getting burned by an outlier goalkeeper is lower. Mm-hmm. So, like, if all the goalkeepers are going to be about similarly owned and similar range of outcomes, just pay down. And typically paying down is paying a, the goalkeeper against that big, you know, against right. the Ronaldo type, the Kane type. So, But you're doing that so you could grab, instead of Kane, you're grabbing, like, three mid-level, mid-range set-piece takers with floors rather than the... You, rather than only two of them with a punt and then paying up a goalkeeper. Right. But on a two-game slate, like, the the likelihood of, like, if, if each of the goalkeepers on, on a slate, if you're going to figure that on that slate, Pickford's 35% owned, Subchick is 35% owned, uh, the, uh, the Akinfaev is 15, and the other is, and, and Olsen is 50. Some, it's enough that, like, Pickford's 16 at 35% ownership, like, none of the other goalkeepers came close. Yep. Like, if you didn't have him, you're you're in deep doo-doo. Mm-hmm. In, a, in, other, in any format, I guess, because there's only four goalkeepers. Right, right. If there were 16 goalkeepers, the outlier 13% owned 22-pointer or something, isn't that, at that big of a deal? And in cash, definitely not that big of a deal. Sometimes you'll find the outlier 6% owned in cash. It's sure. One guy that has him and... Okay, everyone, yeah. oh, well. my goalkeeper got four. The popular goalkeeper with twice the much ownership got seven. I was like, mm-hmm. well, okay, it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you stayed on brand with Samadoff. I still played him and still have me one and three. I was yeah. hoping. I, Samadoff would have stayed on if they were if they were down. Mm-hmm. I was expecting Croatia to go up one nothing and Samadoff to play 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Russia had to come back. Yeah. And then Samadoff goes off. And then cherish that, and then by by the end of it, by extra time, like all the guys that could hurt me are gone. Are gone, yeah. Like, like everyone's everyone's gone. It's like I got Modric. I'm I'm fine. I'm good. The Perisic pull was frustrating, right? Uh, anyway, let's jump into the two day classic slate at least. You mean the small slate, the tiny one, the really tiny, the multiple time. There's going to be like there's going to be a 50k prize pool combined. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of like eight dollar shootouts because yep. DraftKings. Uh, they're going by their their quote analytics, mm-hmm. 
I always put their their analytics in quotes because mm -hmm. it's not analytics. <laughs> Misguided analytics. Um, we, yeah, the, I think we were, somebody pointed out that the $8 tournament hadn't even filled yet and they had already opened a new one that was actually bigger than the initial one, almost twice the size. Right, because um, why not? Uh, the classic slates for the whole World Cup have been great. Yeah. They've gotten tons of new people. Mm -hmm. The showdowns have been fine also. I yeah, mean, they have been. A, every, The World Cup has been good for drawing new people to the DraftKings soccer product. So why do you just like, well, uh, we're going to we're gonna focus, we're going to make the showdown contest look the same size as the classic contests mm -hmm. instead of just going with what they've been doing. Yeah. But people have been used to it. It's well, it's over two days. Our analytics said they're they're analytics. This is this is this is how flawed their analytics department is. Is that yeah, they what they what they do at DraftKings is they say, uh, uh, we're we're gonna offer you a red Porsche or a blue Ford Escort, and we're gonna see which one you choose. Mm -hmm. And everyone chooses the red Porsche, mm -hmm. and then they write down in their in their for for future reference. That people like red over blue, <laughs> right? The blue Porsche would have done great mm -hmm. if it was a blue. It's the Porsche that's the that's the thing. It's mm -hmm. not the color. Mm -hmm. So the same thing with the the you know with the contests of well, what based on this, it's like where I mean, the showdown is much more popular Obvious, on this type of right? well, yeah. When you have the bigger cont, I mean, <laughs> say for the NBA late swap. Mm -hmm. Like, look, I, we have a, a 500,000 prize pool for a regular non-late swap contest, and we're testing it against a late swap contest with a $500 first prize, $2,000 prize pool. Mm -hmm. And, oh, well, look, it looks like our users prefer no late swap. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, no, they prefer the Porsche, not mm -hmm. the color. <laughs> um, let's pretend like the classic slate is a big one for now. I'm playing it. Uh, as am I. Uh, it seems like it'll just be a very popular cash slate. Although they don't even have like the big double ups, like everything is an eleven. I don't a few twenty three mans. Ugh. Anyway, um, so we've got France and Belgium at two o'clock on Tuesday, two o'clock Eastern, and then Croatia England two o'clock on Wednesday, um, which is so different from when we had uh, lineup locks or contest locks coming and we knew all of the line oh wait we didn't know the lineups right for all the games oh that oh weird weird anyway uh you can build a lineup with every set piece taker and be okay pretty much i mean the yeah. games the games are about the same mm -hmm. like france is a currently a plus 150 favorite and england's like a plus 130 favorite but i mean we're talking about plus 130 and plus what these are pickup games yep practically England's a slightly bigger favorite than France is, but it's still it's not even even money. I mean, yes. like, it's, and the totals, the France-Belgium game is slightly higher than the Croatia-England game. Yes. As ex as you would expect. Uh, right, right. No surprises on, on the odds. Right, but France-Belgium is still under two and a half, mm -hmm. and Croatia-England isn't under two. Yes. It's minus 115 and going towards the... Like I would say, Croatia, England's like a two point one five, and France, Belgium is like two point four, something like that. Mm -hmm. Something two point three five, something, some, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but with the dynamic pricing, uh, I mean, you you can make any, you can pretty much make at fade Harry Kane. You can make anything you want. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. In cash. Yeah, seems that way. I think it's gonna end up being a two v two. Uh, a three v three with the goalkeeper. It's going to be like, like what? What's your defender? Like what's your 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 uh, your utility right. position? Right. I yeah, think it's a, a five hundred dollar difference between the most expensive and least expensive goalkeeper. I mean, right. there are only four of them, but that's a that's a pretty tight range. Right. That if you are really adamant about one of them, you could probably find the five hundred bucks to pay up. Right. But we'll get yeah. there in a little bit. Right, but but as far as forward is concerned, you have to admit that, like, like you don't play Harry Kane. Again. There's no way I'm playing Harry Kane. You play him in GPP? And I don't even think you need to really consider about blocking Harry Kane. No, no, he's not going to be popular in mm -hmm. this, this classic slate. Well, I'm just saying, like, every, every Kane slate is like a, do I have to take Kane to block? I mean, obviously, there are people playing him because they think he's going to get two or three penalties. But I don't think on this slate... 
unlike the last slate, um, that you need to block Harry Kane. Right. And also, I don't think you can have, you're not going to have trouble filling your forward spot. That is also correct. Okay. The, the, most of the guys that you want to play, a heavy portion of them mm-hmm. are forward eligible. Yep. And we even have some cheaper punty types that you could consider in cash. Right. So as far as uh, yellow cards, red cards, accumulation, injuries, whatever, first off, uh, for the, the only surprise that we have is on Belgium, like Mounier's out. Right. But the likelihood, it's 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 most likely going to be, what, Vertonghen and Chadley or something like that? <laughs> um, my I actually am convincing myself they're going to play four center backs. Although they'll play... They'll play Vertonghen at left back and either Vermaelen or Boyata at right back. Right. They're old school Belgium. Yeah. Like, that, that that's what they did in, the, like, the Euros. Yep. Where, like, Vertonghen and Alderweireld were actually fullbacks. Exactly. Even though they didn't get forward, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't fathom he plays Mertens as a right wing back. It's Roberto Martinez. But, right. I'm just saying, so, I think he's really... I don't think he starts any of the guys who started against England. So, you know, Thorgan Hazard or... No, Tielmans, no, of course. Like, so... He's either playing a back four with possibly four center backs, or he plays Mertens as a right wing back with Chadley or Carrasco on the other side. Or but Chadley, I guess Chadley could play on the right side. Right. Chad, Chadley, hasn't Chadley played on both sides? Uh, yes. In friendlies, he has. So I can see him playing Carrasco and Chadley. That's an option, I guess. I'm not saying it's the best option for them, but it's an option. It is an option, yes. Right. Yeah, Chadley played on the right against England and then centrally against Brazil. The good thing is, the is that we'll know this before yeah. lock. Yep. I think I think that the second game is the is the game that we pretty much know. Well, I mean, there's questions there, but uh, I'm expecting in the Croatia game, uh, for the Croatia lineup. I mean, that's the one we're talking about. Yeah. Not the England's lineup. Yep. Uh, Croatia's lineup. I believe they'll they'll play with Modric in the ten. And play yeah, Rakitic instead of Kramaric. Right. The reason why they they Modric played deep in against Russia, like that's a more offensive line to have Modric, Modric deep with Rakitic. That's more offensive minded because you're putting Kramaric in. Right. So you have all these offensive players because they're looking to break down. Yep. Russia, Croatia's going in as the slight underdog here. They're going to want more defensive cover. Yeah. Which means you move Modric up and then you put. Brozovic in with Rakitic, and then mm-hmm. you have better defensive coverage. And also, Versalco's out, and most likely it looks like Korluka is going to start at fullback. Lovely. Which is the equivalent of a center back. Right. So that's the injury and everything. Because it affects, it affects on forward on whether or not you go all the way down and play Chadley, right? Right. Right. Well, although I don't think you need to. I agree. You can. I'm just saying I don't think his forward eligibility is going to matter. That's more of the more more of the thing that I'm mentioning. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, so uh, I think the the question, the question of the slate, may, the, I think maybe the question of the whole slate for classic is: uh, Do you play Griezmann in cash? Um. <clears throat> yes. Okay. You play him over Hazard. I think so. Okay. You play. I him mean, over obviously. Mbappe. What's that? You play him over Mbappe. I do, yeah. Okay. So what, what's the concern over Griezmann? Uh, I'm just not sure France is that good. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure how many really set pieces they're getting. But if you don't I take don't. Griezmann, who who on France are you taking? That's the problem. Okay. I, don't I think you're better to... off basically getting pieces of every team. Right, well, exactly the point that I was, yeah. I was just going to say that. I was, yeah. Right, I was going to say, I'm not taking the three Belgians. Mm-hmm. As a slight underdog against France. It's like, yep. if I'm going to take a piece of every team, the best piece of France is Griezmann, right? Yes. I think you could play Griezmann and Hazard, though. Uh, you, absolutely, you can. I don't think I will, but, I mean, you can. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I wouldn't play, I wouldn't fault you playing Hazard. Mm-hmm. I, I think agree. he's absolutely viable. Yeah. I 
truthfully, I wouldn't fault you for playing Mbappe. I think he's viable also. Okay. I think Griezmann is better, but I wouldn't I wouldn't call you nuts. Mm-hmm. Right? I would say, as weird as it sounds, Griezmann's floor is not that much higher, but I think he has a significantly higher chance of reaching it. As weird as that sounds, because we're talking about a floor. Right. But I think, you know, if it's seven to four in terms of floors, Griezmann's is seven and Mbappe's four. Like, I think you're more likely to get a two out of Mbappe than you're likely to get a two out of Griezmann. Right. And it's only a $300 difference. Right. I wouldn't play both of them. Oh, no. I'm not looking at overexposed myself to any team. Mm-hmm. But as I say, once you get through here, I mean, Lukaku is obviously not a, Lukaku, Kane, you know, the same types. Yep. Not cash plays. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're getting with Kane that you're not getting with Lukaku. Penalties, I guess. Right. But you're paying 2800 for a possible penalty. Right. Which has worked plenty of times in this tournament with Harry Kane. But I'm not doing it. I and I think Perisic. the next one who starts is Perisic, yeah. Right. In my build, I don't play him. I agree. Yet, he's absolutely viable. Sure. I think that the the reason is because I think if you're going to play Croatia, you're playing Modric. And if you right. play Perisic, you're playing Perisic and Modric, which feels like a lot of Croatia on this slate. Right. And also there's... But I get che- it. But there's, there's also, also a cheaper option that you could probably... Right. Yep. Right. Well, that's that's the point that I was making. Mm-hmm. Just like, like if I'm playing Griezmann or Hazard or something up there, like, I could just go down. If if I'm willing to pay sixty eight hundred for Perisic, like I could pay fifty five hundred for Rebic. Yep. For thirteen hundred dollars less, and I I I think Perisic has a higher ceiling, but I think the floors are similar. Agreed. Not going back got, to the Manzukic, well. No, not in this not in this matchup. <laughs> right. Do you, do you play Dembele if he starts? I don't think he's going to. But. I don't think he's going to, but yeah, I would play him. I'd okay. play him over Griezmann. Oh, all right. But the, the question is going to be, where am I going to put the money? I'm just going to go up from Rebic to Perisic, and that's yeah. not going to do much. Yeah. Giroud's think... obviously not a cash play. I mean, like, we, yeah. we all know. that the yep. Sterling, 6,000, uh, GPP play of the day. Okay. Why not? He's due. Yeah, he's due. <laughs> right, of course. He's due. Just like Giroud, who has had, had no shots on goal mm-hmm. in, what, the whole World Cup or something? Yes. Something like Cup. that. 380 minutes? Yeah, the entire World Cup. Right, he's due. I think he's, he's due, due to get one on goal. <laughs> I think Sterling is due to put one in the goal. Because Sterling has one shot on goal this tournament. So he's right. already gotten his. He, his due has come on shots right. on target. But I think the low price praise uh, plays would be Antti Rabich and then Chadley. Mm-hmm. Depending on where he plays, or if, if Chadley plays. and Carrasco start, which one do you play? It's like choosing between two garbage players, two nothing. I I don't know. Probably. Chadley took some corners. True. Carrasco did not. That's correct. I think they I threw him off corners as soon as he took a few. But I think maybe Chadley depends on which side they're. I don't. I don't think they both play. I think okay. they'll end up having Vermalin in on one side and then Chadley against the grain on the other side. Something. It'll be mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't think you need to play either of these guys. I agree. I agree. I think you can play them, but I, don't, I just don't think the forward eligibility Matt like, if, like, I like Rebic over both of these guys. Agreed. Right? Yes. And I like Griezmann as my France exposure. Yep. So if I'm already filling two forward spots, like, I have to treat Carrasco and Chadley as if they're forty seven hundred and forty four hundred dollar midfielders. Yeah, they're not like oh, I could fill a forward spot with a guy that has a three point floor. Oh, great, <laughs> type of thing. Yep. So I need to see the rest of my lineup first. But that's it at forward. Yep. I mean, it's four. It's four teams. It's not much to to look at. Yeah. The 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 reason why I'm not thrilled about paying up for Perisic in a forward spot is because. I think there's two midfielders to pay up for. Mm-hmm. At least midfield eligible players. Yep. Modric and De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. I think if you play Hazard, you are probably playing Hazard and De Bruyne and not Modric. 
Really? I would think the opposite. Really? You, you think Modric and Hazard more likely than De Bruyne and Hazard? And Why are you playing two big Belgians in one lineup? I would think the opposite. I would think you're playing like Griezmann, Hazard, Griezmann, De Bruyne. You're still playing Modric. Like Hazard is, you're either playing Hazard or De Bruyne. You're not okay. playing both of them together. I would think that would be the, the choice. De Bruyne is almost playing as a false nine. If you saw the last game, like Lukaku has been like wide. Mm. And De Bruyne has been central. But still, it's when, when De Bruyne's in the front three, he's much more valuable. Mm-hmm. Sure. Plus being on majority of set pieces. Mm-hmm. That's why I look at the difference between Hazard and De Bruyne and go, well, I'm going to play De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I think Hazard's a fine play also. I think it's, I think it's, if you go, ah, oh, I'd rather take Hazard, fine, okay, I get it. I just don't, I don't see myself playing both of them. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself playing two big guys from any team. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That, right? But Modric, I mean, the safest floor, I mean, we're talking about floor guys. Mm-hmm. Modric and De Bruyne. It's the reason why you can't play Kane. I mean, it's dynamic pricing. You can fit all these guys in. Sure. Other midfield-only players. I mean, Lamar's not going to play. Lingard and Ali are not cash plays. Mm-hmm. Pogba, too. Pogba, too. I mean, it's GPP, sure. Rakitic. I mean, this is why you get down to Carrasco and Chadley, and you go... I'm comparing Carrasco and Chadley to like Tulsa. Yeah, I'd rather I'd like. rather play Rakitic. You'd rather play Rakitic? Yeah. Than Chadley or Carrasco. For sure. Really? I'm not even hesitating about it. Why? His floor is higher. Okay. I'm just saying look at their floors. It's like actual figures we see that right. Chadley's floor is like three at best. Rakitic is, is like five or six. On what? Like tackles? Shot. He's taken. Was that four, six, nine, ten shots in four games? You can't ten count fouls one. Drawn. Uh, go, go get games that he's not favored in. Uh, four shots, including two on goal and four fouls drawn against Argentina. Okay. Bye. Also Bye. I give it to you. Okay, I give it to you. He's not a priority in any sense of the word. That I agree with. Okay. But I think he's better than the Belgian wingback wing possibilities. Right. But I mean, he's, I mean, once we get down to punt range, like... like, Do you play Matuidi at 3,000 if he starts? Possibly, yes. Okay. Even though he has a negative floor. <laughs> but I don't think, yeah, I don't even think you have to be there. I agree. I don't even think you need a 3K player. But I think I play between at 3K over Conte at 3,300. <laughs> I don't even like the fact that I'm going, yeah, am I really going to do that? I think you know, I play I, Conte. Or Axel, Axel Witzel. Brozovic. He's worthless. Mm-hmm. Henderson. Fellaini. 3700 wow. That's expensive when it compares to Matweedy. Sure. I just don't think you're going to be here in cash. In GPP, you'll be there somewhere, mm-hmm. right? If you're going to pay up somewhere, if you're going to take, like, Griezmann and Mbappe and do that combo or something, right? Or do some type of Kane lineup. I just, it's I just it's a lineup that leaves you with more of one side than another. Meaning, right. if you have... You do that when you have Hazard, De Bruyne, Modric, Griezmann, or right, Griezmann, Paris, Modric, De Bruyne, something like that. Right, when you have four guys over 7K. Right. I think that's entirely viable. In cash? Mm-hmm. Okay. Not my style. No. Of course, but I think you're, you're ending up with, like, with a few guys. Well, we haven't finished yet, but... You're going to end up, if, if you're not playing a guy like Matuidi, or I'll take it up to Fellaini, who I don't really think you can play in cash, then you're playing, you're you're going to end up somewhere in the Chad lead to Rakitic right. range. That's correct. Oh, okay. 
But you were just saying before you don't think you'd actually play those guys. Oh, uh, it, in that range, I'm going to be there. Oh, okay. Right. I'm just talking about in the funny two of them. like. Maybe. Uh, no, you won't. No, you won't. No, I won't. But, I mean, that's why when you asked me about Matuidi, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to need a 3K midfielder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So, d- the defender, I think, is the easiest position for cash. <laughs> I mean, you play the English fullbacks. Mm-hmm. So, Trippier, Young, and I think once you get by Trippier and Young, everything else is like it's clear drop down. You don't put Versalco kind of above the other guys? Not, not, when not he's above Trippier and Young, but like above the everybody else? Uh, no, because when uh, if he's, oh, he's, not playing, right, he's not playing. Right. So, so what the. <laughs> and also, they don't need to break down a defense. I mean, Corluca is 2,800. Mm-hmm. But realize he's. he's it's the same thing as if you see Vermalen at fullback. Right. Like, treat it the same way. Like, I mean, Vermalen is what? Vermalen, 2,600, mm-hmm. right? Or Vertongen. You see, you could see Vertongen at fullback. And you go, Vertongen for 3,000? Actually, Vertongen at 3,000 is better than Korluka. Absolutely. Vertongen, even when he's played fullback for Belgium in that kind of four-center-back back line, does get forward mm-hmm. on occasion. Yes. But, I mean, Korluka is a natural center back, right? For his yep. club team, he's played center back. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's... Yep. I mean, you can have to plan for that also. Who knows if he's, I mean, oh, I have a $2,800 fullback in the second game, and then he doesn't start, and then you screw him. <laughs> right. But, I mean, I don't even think you need to go there. Like I, Like, it's almost like, oh, there may be some cheap fullbacks that you don't need because you're not jamming everyone else in. Right. I think the uh, after the English fullbacks, you get the. I think you go to the Fra- France. Yep, and I'll play Lucas over Pavard every single time. <laughs> I don't care about Pavard's, you know, goal or whatever. Fifty-one hundred for Pavard. Get out of here. It wasn't the goal. It was the last game that was better. Yeah, but I agree. I don't think I'm there anyway. I was so going to say I don't think you're. It's right. worth going there. And if, I, if I'm if i going to do a, a, a center-back goal, I'm going back to the Maguire well. I called it. I'm supposed to say that, right? Mm-hmm. That 101, 103, mm-hmm. what class am I up to? Right? He scored last game. I had him in three lineups because I knew Stones would be twice as owned as him because game log watching. And the slack was like, you got to say you called it. Like, I didn't really call it. I just said that he's going to be lower-owned, but he has the same amount of equity to score a center back goal as Stones is. If that convinced people to play him, then the, the information helped you. But I did not call the goal. <laughs> You're failing tout school. I know. I'm horrible. Mm-hmm. What you should do is screenshot the Slack chat when everyone says you called it. Oh, okay. That's what you do with the fire emoji. Okay. And then post my lineup also because I crushed it. Yeah, yeah. With the entry fee in, blocked out. Right. And you're coming in. Out. Right, because coming in first in a double up is so much different than coming in 10th mm-hmm. out of 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone else. That's what won. you need. To, yeah, that's right. It was the Maguire call in a cash lineup. That's when. That's what you have to say. No, I didn't have him in cash. Of course you didn't. Right. <laughs> right, but someone is I played him in cash. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah. At, look at me. Yeah, exactly. Like, why did you need to Like, I got the uh, trippier pickford Maguire call, just like you guys said. And we're like, whoa, 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 what? What? We didn't. We didn't. Mm-mm. Uh, you going back to the Pickford well? Oh, we're going to goalkeeper already? I mean, we kind of said everybody else was the same, unless you have some uh, another thing to say about Corluca. Right. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean I don't mind the bell. I don't mind Vertonghen at 3K if, mm-hmm. you need, if he's playing as a fullback. But sure. I mentioned that before, but I I don't think any of these guys are like core plays. Or I agree. You got to find a way to get these in guy. I mean, because if you're playing one of these guys, you're playing like if you're playing Vertonghen at three K, you're playing him in place of Matuidi. Yes, in your utility spot because you're still playing the two English fullbacks. Mm-hmm. Right, you're not going. I'm playing Trippier and Corluca. Right, so I could then have my utility go up to who. 
So then I can play Rakitic. No, no, you're doing stupid stuff. <laughs> like you should be playing Rakitic at 5K. You should be playing at, at the one of the the. You should you play be young, young, right? At the same price, right? Yeah, if you're in that spot, anyway. Yeah. So that's why I went to goalkeeper. Right. So goalkeeper, do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm going to say go pick... with the guy you think will most likely win because right. that has, I have not done that the last two times and it's burned me the last two times. Correlation wise, Pickford, if you're playing both English fullbacks, yep, clean sheet will get you across the board. Mm-hmm. That's more for GPP, but I mean it applies to any lineup. Sure, but I'm less likely to play the Croatian. Like that seems like the complete. That's negative correlation. Exactly. I am going to play both full. I mean, you can. Anything is po- anything is possible. Mm-hmm. Is Sabasic even going to be? Is he? What happened with this? I mean, he was playing with like one leg. With like one leg, yeah. But I mean, it's the same. If the clinic will li- live go, I mean, it doesn't matter. Yep, I'm more likely to play Courtois. I th- I think that's fine. Uh, but I, they're all fine. I look at this and I go, I, I look at like I went Courtois, to- Pickford over Courtois. Those are the two that I considered. Okay. But I can see Loris. It depends. Sure. Like, you're playing Loris and you have KDB in your lineup. I mean, you're good, mm-hmm. right? You have Courtois and you have Griezmann in your lineup. I mean, you're pretty. You're kind of good there, right? I think you're less good than the other, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're playing, Mo- if, you, uh, if, if you're playing Modric and you're playing Pickford, that's mm-hmm. fine. I mean, I think the, the more four guys don't go against the goalkeeper, really. Right. So you're fine. Right. I think the more important question is whether you play Courtois or Loris in Showdown. Oh, Showdown. We forgot about Showdown. You forgot about Showdown. Oh, I wish I could forget about Showdown. Do we really have to talk about Showdown? Yeah, man. People are asking. That's what we're here for. Well, you could do whatever you want. Nope. Red Porsches right here. Ugh. Ugh. Showdown. Here's, the, here's your Showdown question. Well, actually, okay. we kind of already did Showdown. Because I mean, we did nothing that we. I think showdown. If you're paying up, comes down to which two, and you don't necessarily need two, but it's essentially which two do you want of Griezmann, Mbappe, Hazard, or De Bruyne? De Bruyne. I think you take three of them. Okay. Good luck filling the rest, but okay. That's that's proper showdown strategy, Andrew. <laughs> you said you wanted to talk about showdown. Yeah. Right. I'm complaining about Showdown, and I'm telling you, you're going, well, if you could find anyone else. Like, the floors of these players in Showdown mode, half of the players have the same floor. More than half of the players have the same floor. It's yeah. that high price guys are the ones that have a significantly higher floor when you double everything than everyone else. So you'd rather get those guys in, right? I mean, in, in Showdown cash, you, you, you don't touch guy, uh, you don't touch Giroux, you don't touch Lukaku. Right, yeah. You're going with you're t- you're taking a look at basically uh, Hazard, Griezmann, De Bruyne, Mbappe, right up there yep. in that range, and you need three of them. And then you take two Belgian need center backs to- and Matuidi. You could take Did a you- France center. You could take a French. Uh, you could take Conte. You could take someone like that. Uh, you you cannot. Matuidi. You cannot. I'm looking at my lineup. Um. Yeah, you can. Then you went Mbappe over Griezmann. Right. There you go. No, or you did you don't play Hazard. Right. Correct. Sorry, my fault. Right. Okay. If if two of your three are Griezmann and Hazard, you literally cannot play anyone except two the it's basically Vermalen if he right. starts. I guess you could also be uh, company. So you could play right. company, Alderwild, and Matuidi, and literally there is no other option to play. Right. That would be correct. <laughs> I think that... You would... don't do very well in Showdown, it sounds like. I haven't played Showdown <laughs> in a while. No, my biggest okay. win has been Showdown. What do you mean? Okay. Not World Cup, though. This bizarro world of World Cup. Typically going down the middle is typically a losing strategy in Showdown. Typical. Cash and GPP. That both. Mm-hmm. So I take a look at like like the French defenders. The French Pavard and Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Like 8,700, 8,300. There's no way you could take them and then get 
even two of the guys from Correct. the top. So then you have to build a, a, a balanced lineup. So now you're playing Pavard, Hernandez, Pogba. Pogba I mean, now, yeah. But you're like Pogba's floor, showdown floor, is the same as Conti, is the same as like Matuidi. Um, it's higher than that. Slightly, but not enough that you're going to drop a, one of the top guys. That I agree with. Right. Or like Carrasco and Chadley. You take a look at 7,400, 6,700 if Chadley's in. It's not that, like, individually they're fine. It's just that, that like, the top guys typically do a lot more, that they'll get at least twice the score on average than those guys, mm-hmm. that the guys in the 4 to 5K range will get, like, you'll see, you'll see just on tackles and interceptions or whatever that a guy like, like company even, or Alderweire, without goals or anything, like if they get eight points, that's not much different than like Lucas Hernandez's floor, right? Like Lucas Hernandez having a decent game with like three crosses and two fouls drawn, he'll have 14 points. But you're paying 8,300 for 14 points rather than like Vermalen, who for 4,100 could have eight points. Then whatever goal gets scored with the assist, which is typically towards the top, like you're screwed. Like if you're playing, if you're playing Pavard, Hernan, if you play, if you're playing all the fullbacks or something like that. You used to think that was the strategy. It depends on the game. <laughs> it really does. It really depends on the game. These these aren't those types. Of, it, this isn't Marcelo. Mm-hmm. These aren't those types of fullbacks. In in the England in an England showdown game, yeah, you have Trippier and Young are the first guys in my lineup. Set piece taking wingbacks that cross the ball in open play, obviously, but that's not Pavard and Hernandez. Yes, correct. Yeah, just play goalkeeper and showdown. See how that works out for you. Play both. Play both. Zero zero. It yeah. could happen. But yeah, I'm I'm most likely uh, most likely I take three guys from the to- from the top and then I find a way to get to whoever I want on the bottom. How many lineups do you think you'll make? For showdown? Mm-hmm. I think I'm making six. Okay. That doesn't seem like that many. Well the the contests are top heavy and it's variance sure. fest. So like how much money am I investing into showdown? I'll play showdown double ups. I'll play showdown cash. Mm-hmm. That's do you find you're getting – are you trying to get a 3v3 in terms of teams? Or do you find yourself leaning one way or the other? I find myself with more France. More France? Yep. Interesting. I guess if you're well, playing Mbappe over Hazard, that's – or Mbappe, you're probably not fading De Bruyne, so – Right. Or, I mean, I could play GPP lineups like that. I'm just saying that the mid-price options, like, all exist for Belgium. Right. And not for, like, the Carrascos that, like, like Talis- if Taliso's playing instead of Matuidi. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying 7K. 7K, yeah, that's right. aggressive. I'm not paying 7600 for Pogba. I mean, these are French options, but same for Carrasco-Chadley. So I look at the bottom and I go, you have Belgian center backs. I'd rather not play. I'll use one of them. I don't want to use multiple of them. But then you got you got uh, Matuidi at forty four hundred if he's in. You got Conte at five thousand, right? Varane is over. I'd rather play Umtiti at forty eight hundred. Mm-hmm. So like, if you look in that range, other than like the Belgian center backs, like you have French options that aren't center backs, right? So I'm more likely to play them than play like Company and Alderworld in one lineup, which is not like it's that you can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't. I, I I don't see on this showdown slate a balanced lineup winning. I have a feeling about Pogba. I had a feeling the last game, but he didn't do anything. Yeah, I didn't have it last game. I have it this. Game. Okay, that this game. So yeah. you have a feeling. I have a feeling. Right. Which will that force me to build at least one lineup with Pogba in it. Which so will make it. the rest of the lineup awful. <laughs> so do it. I will. GPP, do whatever you want. That's right. That's right. Pogba, both goalkeeper. Oh, wait, no, I can't take uh, Courtois then if I have Pogba. 
Right, not for GPP especially. Yeah. Right. Play right down the middle. See what happens. <laughs> you know that's going to end up being a winner. It's going to be, you know, Lucas Hernandez goal. and I think the problem is is that playing Pogba, um, like we said before, you're playing only two of De Bruyne, Griezmann, or Mbappe, or uh, Hazard. Because Pogba takes one because the, the price difference doesn't... Doesn't get you anywhere. Doesn't get you anywhere. And the leftover money that you get playing Pogba over one of those guys doesn't get you anywhere either. Right. You get to play like you, you don't even get to, Right. Or now playing Pogba and Talizo. Right. Or Chadley. I don't play Chadley. Yeah, but Talizo's probably not going to be in. Um, yeah. Then I play a goalkeeper. Right. Then you have Drew. And then you're playing Drew. And then you look at their lineup and you go. Well, it's a GPB lineup, so that's fine. Yeah. It's showdown, folks. Get excited, man. These are the Porsches of daily fantasy sports. <laughs> the Porsches. These are the Ford Escorts. <laughs> but but it's blue. But it, it's it's it, this is the blue contest or the red contest. This is red. This is the red right. Porsche. Right. We don't want. Let's these... find out. Let's find out if people like apples or oranges. Here's this rotten apple. And here's a f- nice, juicy, fresh orange. And you go, well, I, everyone liked the orange way more than the apple. When mm-hmm. they do oranges more, it's like, no, they just don't like rotten food. Mm. Oh, well. All right. If anybody has any follow questions for Jordan, he's on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I am a Rotowire Andrew, also available in the Rotowire Slack chat, which is obviously open to all subscribers. If you want to get in, just hit me up on Twitter or the, at Rotowire Soccer Twitter account. Jordan, thank you for all that, and I'll talk to you tomorrow to do a complete showdown podcast. Complete? Eight minutes long? <laughs> that's that's what it's going to be? It's going to be good. It's just just, just uh, highlight this section and just repeat it uh, and do it without me. I'll just do dub in the want. new names. Do whatever you want. Just do whatever you want. Whatever. Whatever. Put it in. Do whatever you want. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.